Whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with hosts Phil Davis and Liz Heemstrom. Welcome, and we're going to pose a question to start today's show. What happens when you wake up to breaking news, sometimes bombshell news, and it's about your company brand? When do you fight back? When do you simply hold? And when do you take cover or simply retreat? Today, we'll be discussing crisis brand management and the strategies companies can take in the face of tough times. And Liz, we have not seen company news and branding and the and the headlines like we've seen this week, have we? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. been kind of crazy. And first and foremost, uh, that we've been hearing about all week long is is what's been happening with Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein. And the debacle that has happened to that very prominent Hollywood <laughs> brand that yes. we see at the beginning of most of the motion pictures that you see. You know, it's one of those things when when you see the symbol you recognize it and you go, I've seen that yeah. time and time again on numerous, numerous films. Yeah. So I was interviewed this week in Advertising Age because it's it, the blogosphere, the social media is blowing up with what do you do with a company in crisis? And every company at some point faces this kind of uh, juncture, this crossroads where something goes wrong. And we have to make decisions as company owners of what do we do in the face of adversity? Uh, and I would say the first and foremost question is is this, that adversity when it happens, is is this enemy fire or friendly fire? Right. In, in other words, is this a self-inflicted wound or is this something that, that flat out just happened and the conversation and public sentiment has just turned against you through no fault of your company, but yet it's there. So you're dealing with it either because of the behavior of the company employees or because of something that shifted outside. So we're going to take a look at several different cases today, walk through it, and hopefully you'll glean something from this. And hopefully you're not in the situation where you need to. But <laughs> but if it if and when it should come up, you'll have some tools in the tool chest to say, should should I just completely, you know, hunker down? wait this thing out, let it pass, or is this something I'm just doing an ostrich? Yeah. And I've got to do something about it. Right. And hopefully too, like when you actually are starting a company and you're looking for a name, what you should maybe try to avoid. Absolutely. Lessons learned. So when we talk about today, if you're forming a new company, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're starting out, maybe you could look at this and, and say, wow, that spells trouble. Yep. Exactly. So let's not let's not ever put our, our company in this position. Right. So that we even have to go through go through what we're about to talk about today. So the uh, number one for today's um, show, we're going to talk about due to the irreparable news and revelations about a company, its actions, its founder, and we're talking primarily about people who have created namesake companies. Right. It's personality driven branding. <clears throat> right. Um, so this identity branding that builds around an owner. The, the original person relies entirely on their reputation, both good and bad, mm-hmm. of that company founder. Mm-hmm. You see this in what? Legal firms? 
Right. You see it in consultants. Yeah. Um, everything. You see it in sometimes even IT companies, self-named, the actions of the owner are inextricably tied to mm-hmm. that company, both good and bad. So when the Weinstein company did this, the report came out this week, there's already talk that the company has already decided the damage is so severe. And if you don't know what the damage is, uh, Harvey Weinstein was um, basically there's eight counts of sexual abuse against him over the past decade. Sexual abuse, sexual harassment, all kinds of allegations coming forward. And they, from what I understand, they believe that there's more to come. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you talk about... This is just the beginning, most likely. So there's incoming fire. The board had circled the wagons. They're sitting there. What should we do with this? The the kind of knee-jerk reaction is, let's just get out of the line of fire. And one of the ways the companies do this is they say, well, let's just rebrand. Our Our question today is this. Can you really, if it's severe enough... Is it just simply putting lipstick on a pig right. to call it for what it is? Right. Um, if you have a situation that is that dire, um, the news is that bad, it's almost like if you had a house and you found out there's termites in it, you need to discover, is this just rotten? Is the wood rotten? Do we need to just mm-hmm. pull down a couple boards? Do we need to take it down to the base? Or do we just you know, stick our heads to the ground and just paint the house. Right, right. Let's just paint it and sell it to somebody. Right, yeah. Um, and what we see that's disingenuous in branding in our work is we often see cases where people just want to take the easy way out, just throw a name on it, and act like the problem will go away. And that is not brilliant branding. Brilliant branding shines a light. They say sunlight is the best disinfectant. And, and so what we always advocate for our clients is real transparency, which requires soul searching and saying, what is it that this company is about and how can we get more aligned and congruent with who we are? So let's you and I, Liz, today mm-hmm. be this company on their board of directors. Yes. The, the Weinstein Company. Yes. So I was quoted in the advertising age for saying good branding can't cover up bad behavior. Right. After they had... They officially did decide that they are going to rename. They decided they're going to do it. So if if it can't cover up bad behavior and you can't just put a name on it and move on, what really needs to be done in the case of this company? Well, interestingly enough, as I draw from the article, they ask not only myself, but other naming and branding experts who I will share some of their thoughts and we'll just kind of weigh in on this. Mm-hmm. And our point was that really... <clears throat> To create a timeless brand that can endure these bad times, it really needs to be based on attributes. Right. Um, because attributes are, are perennials. They're like the evergreen trees. They stay and they remain. You might have changed company behavior, but the name itself generally doesn't come under attack. Because right. it's not tied to a person. Mm-hmm. Right. right? Exactly. Not, imagine having the problems if your name was the Bill Cosby Company or all these things that we keep hearing about in the news. If the name is not directly tied to the owner, you don't have these problems. So good good branding can't cover up bad behavior. So if you're with the Weinstein Company and they are facing this right now out there somewhere, there are people saying, what should we call this company? What should you do? Right. Um, how, yeah. How do you, you know, cover up, cover this up? So one uh, other naming expert who I know and I respect her work greatly suggested that maybe they go completely the opposite direction and pick a name for women's empowerment. You know, base it on Helen Reddy and maybe call it Reddy Films or Hear Me Roar, um, almost like a feminist anthem, and take it and go full throttle the other direction. I can see 
backlash and ridicule for that. Yeah. Trying to cover something up. And this is what, you know, we live in the age of transparency, don't we? Yeah. You know, I mean, social media, people are going to tweet. People, you can't control the conversation like years ago where it was top down. Mm-hmm. You know, there were people couldn't talk to each other. It's almost like the preacher. He just told you the way it was and you sat in the pew. Right. You took the lesson. So that would be out in no time, wouldn't it? Yes. I mean, that, that would. So that's like putting kind of a patch on something. Yeah. It just falls immediately off. Right. And it's like, are you really for women's really? empowerment? Really? Like, are you, just trying, sure are you just week. trying to trick us? Are you just right. trying to cover this up and be something that you're not? Yeah. I think that comes across as a ploy. Yes, absolutely. And that could actually backfire even more. I agree. I think they will be continuing to be in the news if they Right. So first you were deceitful and now you're disingenuous. Mm-hmm. So instead of improving, you got to be, here's the worst part about this, but the best part, you got to come clean. Yeah, really. You just have, yeah. You, you know, Liz, you know, whether it's kids that are caught, you know, maybe drinking underage or whatever, how many times do you hear of a situation where the original thing gets worse? Uh, you know, they no, start the truth off, is always the best. Like just, always truth. Be transparent. Yeah. Because you're going to have lies on top of lies. And then, and then, and then where's the story? Yeah. Then it's manipulation on top of this. So, probably the best thing to do is truly own this. Yes. Yeah. And say, this is abhorrent behavior. Um, We don't, we don't represent this. If it's true. Right. If they weren't, we don't know the whole story, do we? Mm -hmm. No. But this is where, if I was advising this company, I would say, you need to go back. First of all, be honest. Yeah. You know, disavow this in the strongest of terms, um, and 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 be as forthcoming. I mean, they're in crisis mode. This is absolutely triage. Yeah. They don't get a handle on this. Mm-hmm. This could spell doom. So I think they have to come and just really, really cauterize this. Mm-hmm. Second of all, as far as the rebrand, and we were asked by Advertising Age to say what would be a good name to come up with. I don't know that we could suggest at this point what that name would be because you really have to go back and say when this company and before he had the name Miramax, it was another company based on his parents' names combined. Yeah. But I think you'd have to go back to say, why did you get in this business or why is this company currently in business? Yeah. What is the foundation on which it stands? So, you know, it could be anything. And when you look at some of the other names in the industry, we have uh, Lionsgate. Yeah. You know, Lionsgate to me says bold, powerful. Right. You know, dominant. Uh, if you look at DreamWorks, it's a positive. Yeah, a positive connotation name. It's imaginative. We've got all kinds of ideas in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got Pixar. That kind of speaks to animation. Right. You it's know, an ish, a little invented. Kind of invented. So if Steve Jobs had a bad day. You know, I don't think you'd have to go and rebrand the company. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Steve Jobs Productions. Right. Exactly. You know, then yeah. you find out if maybe he's accused of not paying child support or mm-hmm. something comes out in the news. You don't have to rebrand the whole company. Mm-hmm. I think where you're going to find this thread is your fate is tied to the owner. Is that really what you want for your business? Right. Is that what you want your business to be that specific person? Or do you want your business to be the company and, and everything and, that in, you know entails the company, everything that it involves? Absolutely. And the other thing, too, is, is it really about the person or is it about what the customer wants from the company? Right. You know, I don't I don't want to buy necessarily the person. I want to buy what that person has been able to bring into my life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I remember years ago 
having um, you know, people get these bumper stickers, you know, honk if you love Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yes. It's I do. just very similar to that. Yes. When you wear that and then you cut somebody off, <laughs> you did not do Jesus a favor. No. No, you have the fish. Especially if you the flipped Jesus him the fish. bird. Yeah. I remember one time reading it. It was uh, Irma Bombeck or one of these columns. And uh, they were. This, it must have been a husband driving the wife's car, I think is what the, what the person thought it was. Because um, they made some kind of move on the road and the guy flipped them the bird. And it was <laughs> honk if you love Jesus. So you are a representative of your company. The company really should be based in the attributes. So maybe if you looked at uh, Weinstein originally, maybe they got into the movies because they were trying to accomplish a certain thing. They were trying to make uh, blockbuster movies. Right. <laughs> um, you know, that would be a name, even though their business model didn't work out, I think spoke to their attempt to create a statement. Mm-hmm. Um, and those kind of names, Best Buy, if you look at these kind of constructs where you're talking more about what the company is on mission to do, can sometimes survive these hits because then you can always have the story we got off course and now we're getting back on track to to dreamworks we're going to create more dreams we're going to get back to creating animation at pixar we're going to get back to our roots at Lionsgate of creating these phenomenal films right um whereas a name like weinstein you're just stuck with this permanent connotation Mm -hmm. isn't that the guy that xyz'd exactly you know Mm -hmm. yeah so, yeah, I wouldn't do the opposite. I wouldn't try to make it what it isn't. That's disingenuous. I wouldn't call it Hear Me Roar Productions or Ready Films. It's not believable. Another naming uh, personality out there, expert, said, well, simplify it and just create an acronym out of it. And the acronym for the Weinstein Company is? TWC. TWC. Few problems with that, Liz. The Weather Channel. The Weather Channel. Yes. Not sure that they would be that excited about uh, sharing the name with the Weinstein Company. Mm-hmm. And acronyms are always problematic and in that inevitably acronyms, because of the way they are, will, you'll share those letters with any other company in any industry. Right. Then, and they have no meaning. I mean, they, they, have they no still meaning. carry, I mean, it would still, to me, carry the same meaning that it already carries. Yes. Weinstein Co. Yes. You know, and it, now it's just shortened. But it, it still doesn't have a different meaning to me. Yes. So it, it doesn't have any meaning. It's inert. Uh, somebody else could come along and you could get We're going to talk about ac- acronym problems uh, that you get in with names as well. So you, it's kind of those to me are out of the frying pan and into the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I we've agree. got examples of companies we're going to talk about next. They, they branded, rebranded once and had to rebrand again. And that's an expensive proposition. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't use an acronym. So get back to what inspires the company. Find the bedrock. Go back to say, you know, Weinstein, before all this came out, there must have been some point where they wanted to make a difference in the movie industry. What was that difference about? Mm-hmm. And can you be true to that? It's, yes, right. Exactly. Right. right. Can, can you stand and deliver on that promise, whatever that promise is, you yeah. know? Um, you know, so, you know, maybe it's about telling dramatic stories, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever. So find that route. Another company that kind of went through this uh, black period was Blackwater. Right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there was all kinds of stories about, you know, uh, people being shot. And these were privately paid people to do the government's work. And there's investigations that were ongoing. And the the name Blackwater became very much uh, sullied and associated with kind of sketchy kind of behaviors. Their approach to it was just to to rebrand it, to kind of almost go under the radar. 
Yeah, right. So that's kind of a duck and cover. It is. You know, it is definitely foxhole. a duck and let's cover. Just, they didn't just, want to be in the news anymore. They just wanted the they wanted to be left alone. So they just, rather than really changing it, soul searching, that's not who we are. We're going to, you know, we're going to atone for our sins. They created Z services, X-E. It just made it so hard to get your head around. Yeah. And then they went one step further and changed it to? Academy with an I. I think it's Academy. Academy. They made it basically so difficult <laughs> yeah. that you don't even know what it is anymore. Exactly. And they even said on uh, where we got this info that, you know, he, he really just, just didn't, didn't want to be in the, the news, news anymore. anymore. We'll just make it so obtuse that yes. you don't even know what we're talking about. Yep. So we're talking about people that have had bombshell revelations and what to do about those bombshell revelations and how you can create strategies um, that can do it. And it really depends on a case-by-case study. We're gonna give more examples of how you can uh, deal with branding situations on the other side of the commercial break, and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K., on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, welcome back. And this week we're talking about the whole issue of when people say your company is the bomb. But it's... <laughs> Not the bomb diggity. Not the bomb diggity. (laughs) 
It's in bombing. Yeah, your your <laughs> oh, company brand good. is bombing. Not, not good. And we talked at the top of the hour about is it friendly fire, which is self-inflicted wounds. Mm-hmm. You know, this is hey guys, you're, you're, we're shooting ourselves, and we're going to finish a couple of those. Then we're going to talk about ones where what if, you know, through no fault of your own, the public sentiment or public tide turns. But let's finish off with the Blackwater. These guys were getting hammered constantly in the press. They've done this. They've done that. It's horrible. So one of the strategies, not necessarily I would recommend, and we're just giving you the options, um, with Weinstein, maybe go back and find your, your uh, you know, what was your pivot point? Why did you get in the business? What was your original passion built on that? That's a good strategy to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was was Blackwater. Let's just, let's just go hide in obscurity. <laughs> you know what they did? They did the brand equivalent of entering the witness protection program. <laughs> they just, That's true. Let's just keep changing our name and no one will find us. No one you know? will find us. Our, no the last sighting was at. Who we um, are. I, don't, I haven't heard of them. Mm-hmm. So they just went through a couple of name changes, Z services, Academy, misspelled, A-C-A-D-E. Yeah, it's Academy. I think that was the whole point. Yeah. It was a misspell. We're doing this. We're spending all our time trying to spell it, which is the worst thing. But in their case, they don't want you to have a conversation about them. Right. They're just trying to operate under the under the wire. Don't target us now, Blackwater. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, another one, and this is kind of a a hybrid situation. Lance Armstrong, doping charges. You know, boom crashing down and yet his organization was tied to such good things mm-hmm. fighting can fighting cancer yes. uh, cancer awareness treatments helping children what do you do when the person who is the personality who is the brand becomes the subject of so much derision mm-hmm. um, and ridicule and mockery and yet you're doing you're doing basically the lord's work and it's interesting in this case because we have Livestrong, which, which is, is not, not necessarily his name. So it's not a direct correlation like Weinstein is. Right, right. And Livestrong, you know, is actually, a, to a, me, a great Of an affirmative brand, brand name. name. Right. So, again, that is the question here. So I bet you they sat and had that. They still had that conversation. How strongly tied is to together Mm-hmm. Um, joined at the hip is the brand and the personality and can it's almost like you know conjoined twins can we make this separation and they both they both hopefully live in this case the decision was made to just keep the brand mm-hmm. live strong and emphasize more live strong yes. and less on Armstrong exactly you know the the personality so in that case, so first case, drill down, get down to the, the bare metal, find out what you're about, make sure it's authentic, and rebrand. So we'll see what comes out as the new name yeah. for Weinstein. Yes. I suggested Silver Linings because maybe they could take a lesson. That's one of the movies he produced. Maybe yeah. you could take a lessons from that proverbial playbook and say, we've turned the corner, mm-hmm. we've seen the light, and here's it. But you'd have to also back that with a lot of action. Exactly. Yes, you'd have to own and be silver lining. And, and, and you'd really have to be that. And I mean, and not just like donate money. No. You'd really have to be a cultural change. And those are the hardest changes in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, Blackwater, they just kind of did a duck and cover, mm-hmm. you know, jump yeah. in the foxhole. Livestrong just said, you know what, we're going to, we're going to hold. We're going to hold true because we are live strong. Yes. 
And that was true. So that organization really wasn't behaving badly. These, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about brands gone wild. This brand hadn't gone wild. Mm-hmm. They hadn't done anything. And their name was not problematic in the sense that it communicated a bad message. Right. And it wasn't Armstrong Foundation. Right. Which may, you know, that may have actually been more under question. Should yes. it continue to be Armstrong Foundation right. or Armstrong? And again, you know, here's yet another nuance to this. The name arm strong is inherently positive sounding, a strong arm. So even if it didn't remain arm strong, there's many people with that name. So even that could have been, could have been survivable. I I think they were smart by going with live strong as the, as the moniker. Yeah. So yes, some can, sometimes you can survive it. Here's again, the question was, is this intentional? Was this bad practices internally? Is it really, is, is this, apple rotten at its core mm-hmm. or is this just the case of somebody at the top did some things but the organization itself doesn't act that way and the name doesn't reflect right. something negative right right weinstein now it, it was kind of an inert it doesn't mean anything now it kind of means it's becoming synonymous with abuse yeah and Rottenness. i don't think live strong isn't coming synonymous with doping no you know I don't think so. it, I think it was tied so much more to not even I feel, I think Livestrong too as a brand had almost separated itself a little bit from Lance Armstrong and it had already infiltrated more you know the cancer community and people supporting each other through that right and not so much Lance Armstrong bicyclists I think people had sympathy for Livestrong too right because of people at you know St Jude's kind of thing mm-hmm. so it wasn't this thing like well let's take it out on them there was no sense of let's boycott these people there wasn't confusion on the brand mm-hmm. so if you look at the hallmarks of and a lot of this comes down to if you're if you're in a situation where your brand is misleading or something happened we'll talk about some examples here in a minute where through no fault of your own, through a change in, you know, uh, social media terminology and acronyms, you end up with a terrible affiliation. When is it that you need to really change direction, do something, even if it's not your fault? When is it where, yeah, maybe your founder did something, but it doesn't reflect on you? So these are just really come down to judgment calls. It's brand mm-hmm. strategy. It is. It really is. Yeah, yeah. What, what, it's the fine line. It's, you know, when have you crossed the line where we just have to get rid of it? Yeah. We have to get rid of the name. Like, it's tied so heavily to this bad thing. You know, I think that what you hear today, the car- common parlance today would be, you know, if you were to use today's language and you'd, you'd be, I can't unsee that. Yeah. You know, and if. Right, right. Every unsee- time I see wine scene, I'm going to think. You know, right, rape. <laughs> right, or whatever the allegations or affiliations yes. or associations around that mm-hmm. swirling. Unless right. there was a profound reversal of events right now. Yeah, you know, he was acquitted on everything, and then it would be different. So you have to. It's a case by case thing. That's why right. we are called upon often right. to say what's what's right. What and I think we do? too, uh, the difference. Interestingly enough, with Livestrong, Lance Armstrong, although. The doping was, you know, something that should not have been done. I feel like people still were sympathetic towards him as a person. He had cancer. He did. The doping was bad, but I I feel like there's just these. Yeah, it wasn't disingenuous in the sense that he never had never identified with with his company. He set that up because he himself was a cancer survivor. So I think he got a little bit of a pass. The organization got a pass. 
they moved on, and I think they've largely cleared that hurdle. Mm-hmm, so there are times when you could do it. Let's let's look up another one, Philip Morris. Right. Which was through all that litigation and the billions of dollars and the settlement with tobacco and the anti-tobacco thing, Philip Morris became synonymous with cancer sticks. Yeah. Um, just it was just tied. I mean, there you were, Philip Morris. I mean, you're buying stock in them, you're thing, and you're basically. Now you're the opposite. Now you're supporting cancer. You are helping the cancer cause in a completely different way. (laughs) Yes, Um, right. So they rebranded as Altria. And I believe they also um, kind of diversified a little bit in their offerings. So this strategy is a little bit different than just ducking for cover. They actually diversified a little bit and kind of said, that's just not all who we are. Mm -hmm. So I would say what they tried to do is just mute the conversation. Yeah. So if you have something and it's out of favor, you can kind of just make it not any longer the, the, the lightning rod that it is by diversifying your offerings. Maybe, and, and we were talking this morning, like what if Arch Cole or somebody that's really getting hammered because they're considered just the worst, dirtiest thing, bought a more um, acceptable energy company, maybe yeah. either renewable energy or they bought something that was... Uh, natural gas, and they rebranded, and they weren't associated with coal anymore. Maybe they were blank, blank energy, um, progressive energy. I don't know if that, nah, that might not ring true, but something that would be believable, credible, and they're moving the right direction. We're not just coal. So it's possible to do that. Altria, I think, has kind of worked, but it's been kind of, um. let's just kind of muddy the waters a little right. bit but i think it helps because i think once you have a word in your head that you relate to cancer six philip morris cancer six cancer six i think it's hard then if they change your name to altria to then shift your own thinking to okay now it's altria cancer six i think You're i think right. that was also helpful for them because it's just it they were got just rid coming of it. in from the rain yeah. they were just like we're getting yeah. pelted and but that's not that's different than Weinstein, which is just there is just an abhorrent act that the founder did. This is if they were to do the same thing, they basically have to get out of their business. They're yeah. not going to get out of the business of making films now. No. Um, yeah. Uh, for the, so, so a real soul searching and a change on the Philip Morris level would have been like, you know, you're right. We're not going to make right. tobacco products <laughs> anymore or right. do a George Washington Carver and say we're going to use tobacco in a healthy way by mm-hmm. researching. And I think that's just, that was their attempt to survive. Uh, yeah, no, as a company. I agree. Agree yeah. or, or disagree, mm-hmm. whether that's, I think uh, that's a moral true. thing or not. I think that was just from a brand strategy. Yeah, let's, that, di- yes. let's diversify. Yes. Let's it, take the emphasis off this. Let's not be the, the poster child for cigarettes. Yeah. So that's a, a strategy. So uh, another question. So Think about this. So this is why we preach the gospel of doing attribute-based branding. Right. Clients come to us every day. We've named over 250 products, services, companies, franchises, festivals, just about everything. And when people come to us, it's where's the starting point? What, what is it that we should start? We always start with doing an assessment of what it is that drives and motivates you that's not going to change. Yeah, you know, right. Exactly. Yeah. What's true about you that is... Uh, positive and beneficial to your customer base so that you don't get into these surnames and personality-driven issues where you have to rebrand. A question I want to pose, kind of a thought experiment. Let's take it to the extreme. What if Disney 
and the Disney name came under attack based on some revelation. Right. Walt Disney. You know, know, if something came up and and all of a sudden it was unearthed and and that name. And it just seems like more than ever today with a pervasive researching in the Internet, people are just unearthing every possible thing. You just put yourself in a precarious situation. So more and more, it makes sense to not be personally driven because you just put yourself somewhat at risk of any accusation, true or untrue, founded or unfounded. Um where it stirs all this, and then, you know, you're doing brand crisis management. And the best thing uh, to do in brand crisis management, the best thing to do is to avoid it in the first place. Exactly, yes. Don't put yourself in a position where you have to do that. The second part that we want to look at is what happens when, through no fault of your own, you're just, you know, just motoring along, Liz. Yep. Just having a happy day. Yep. You, You find out there's this group. And it's called ISIS. And that happens to be the name of your business. <laughs> and you're thinking, maybe this will be a 24-hour news cycle. Um, and it doesn't turn out to be. And it becomes the subject of constant, constant um, promotion. You know, ISIS did this, ISIS did that. It's associated with terrorism and bombings and death and destruction and terror. My son was in, out in San Diego, and he was seeing a physical therapist, and it was ISIS physical therapy. Well, you can imagine what they open themselves up to, you know. Yes. Um, and it's, you know, if it wasn't so horrible, it would almost be comical mm-hmm. because, you know, the way that you would have to work around that with terrible taglines to make up for this terrible name, and they certainly, they certainly didn't want to make fun of themselves. So they ended up rebranding as ASIS and just changed the acronym, um, which made a little bit of sense. And and we saw this morning what a whole wiki entry on all of the companies that Mm -hmm. went through this. And there was, what would you say in there, 10, 12? Yeah, probably about 10 or 12. And I mean, it's interesting because some of those, I mean, ISIS is the the Greek goddess and I can't, it's a Greek goddess of, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure that was probably yes, the reason. That was probably the reason, the Greek goddess of something. But see, that's just what happens. People come to us all, but you don't understand. This is the Greek goddess. Well, if I don't understand, you know, you're going to have to go out and one-on-one and have that conversation with every individual person. Public narrative always takes precedent. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter that you're right. I always like to say, do you want to be right mm-hmm. or do you want to have a solution? Right. And if you feel misunderstood, well, people don't get it. ISIS is the goddess of this or that. Well, right. do you want is you want to spend all your advertising money? Right. Or or yeah. do you want to align yourself and say, now this one isn't through anything that we've done. Right. But there's times where you have to just look at it. again. But that came about. There's a surname is one problem. The second name you run into are these acronyms. Yeah. These acronyms are problematic names. Right. Well, I guess this isn't an acronym, though. ISIS. ISIS. Well, that is an acronym, but originally, I mean, that's yeah. the Greek. But in those 12 companies that rebranded or 10, a lot of those were also uh, acronyms. Some yeah. the Institute for this or that. Mm-hmm. One of them, I remember saying that they were having trouble getting PayPal to honor their payments. Right. <laughs> you know, we're not paying ISIS. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Not associated. Yeah, not please. associated. Not associated with it. Yeah. Can you imagine that disclaimer and a like Burlington yeah. Co Factory, not affiliated with Burlington? Yeah. Ice is physical. Not associated. Right. I with, think, yeah, that's just, I feel like you. there's just some things you cannot overcome. Yeah, ISIS. you can't. 
you just can't you can't and be affiliated at all. No, no. So that's a bridge too far. Mm-hmm. And so when you get to the point where you go, this is just a bridge too far. It's no fault of your own. Here's a chance to, but take it as an opportunity. Well, go from like, oh, this is just terrible, and we're and we're always explaining and that's not who we are. Here's a chance to rebrand, start fresh, and tell the story in a positive direction mm-hmm. the way you want it to be told. And so I think and there's no better example of that than Kim Lon. Yeah. You know? Right. Kim Lon, oh my goodness, the narrative has changed. I mean, chemicals used to be. So we had a local guy that was uh, sprayed bugs, and he'd say the older generation goes, I don't care what it is, it's just got to kill things. <laughs> I mean, you could call it toxic sludge, and they'd go, Does it kill cockroaches? Right, right. I want it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the younger, the millennials and some of the younger are are very sensitive to like, I don't want that crap sprayed all over my house. I don't Mm -hmm. want my lawn kimmed. Right. And so they eventually became rebranded as True Green, Mm -hmm. a positive connotation name. Mm -hmm. So there's an example of transcending it. And as long as their actions mirror that, as long as they're using less chemical or more environmentally friendly, that could be potentially work. But you have to live it. You can't just flip it. You can't just right. be ready. Um, so we're going to have more examples on the other side of the hour. So join us as we talk about crisis brand management today and how to get you back on track. We'll be back in just a moment. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Your brand is your story, and getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. We're talking today about crisis brand management because it's so in the news with uh, revelations that have hit this week about Weinstein and what it do with a name. <clears throat> it's your moniker. It's what you're known by. It's your handle. Uh, I was watching on the news and supposedly he was thanked at the Academy Awards more than God, which was, you know, up there a ways. Right. You know, yeah. 
So to do this full reversal, it's all hands on deck, crisis damage control, what do you do about it? We said, take that brand and just sand that down to the bare wood. Where do we start? Let's get back to our roots. What were we about? Were we about telling dramatic stories? Were we about science fiction? Were we about just making big budget films? Aligned to what the core of that was. And at least, if, even if it's basic, it's true. Right. You know, uh, other strategy we talked about is some people just want to duck and cover. And we talk about Blackwater just saying, let's just, let's just be so obtuse that we're out of the news. Yeah. You know, let's just kind right. of disappear. Uh, that's kind of like going into hiding uh, and just not wanting to show up. Uh, and other ones were just create brands that would tell a story. DreamWorks speaks to imagination. Lionsgate is bold. Pixar animation. So these are some of the strategies. Philip Morris, we said, was kind of tied with the whole association with smoking and cancer and became altria and diversified. So you might want to consider maybe getting out of this you know, and more and more, I have people that are in industries where they see the end from the beginning. They're eventually going to go under in the industry they're in. Right. So one thing is to look ahead. A lot of times the media did not do this. Newspapers early on didn't see that they were going to go uh, the way of the horse and buggy. And so to see these things and say, we're starting to get kind of a bad rap. And you never know when public tide and sentiment will turn against you. We have a client, that, and we named this client, talk about positive connotations, Harmony. Mm-hmm. Harmony Brands. Right. And, I mean, they put beautiful lawns in there. The lawns are great for carbon sequestration. It provides oxygen into the air. The roots help break down all kinds of toxic stuff. It allows for a drainage. It prevents storm drain runoff of water. I mean, lawns do so many wonderful, and it provides a play space for kids outdoors. It, it's an aid in fighting childhood obesity. You would think that this only happens to people that are asking for it. They sell cancer sticks. They're doing tarot, the Kim lawn. Mm-hmm. We were doing, you know, the Lord's work again, putting beautiful <laughs> lawns. And I just could never the in a million Lord's years work. see how this could go. We, there was a time in California where the drought hit so hard that all of a sudden the public sentiment changed and in some parts of the country people were getting just out downright you know rip lawns out mm-hmm. and almost as if lawns these green things go green grow green was the enemy and they were advocating putting rock in there and cementing things over and we just on that one that was a case of stand your ground because we knew that we were doing the right thing in that case. So we didn't try to rebrand, change our message, harmony. We are in harmony with nature. We Every grass that they came out with every year was more efficient, used less fertilizer. We were doing best practices. We were encouraging childhood play. We knew we were doing the right things. And sure enough, there was an incredible amount of rainfall in California. And ironically, because some of these places did not have enough vegetation, there was tremendous storm sewer runoff. Yeah. And there were heat islands from all the rock that had been put out there, and temperatures were increasing, and now they're starting to say, hey, maybe we're a little premature. So sometimes if your brand is solid uh, and you're staying on there, you just stay on message. So when public sentiment turns against you, what do you do? Kimlon, they became true green. Again, it remains to be seen whether they live that out. Yeah. Right? Right. I think they'd have to start coming out with all natural something. Right. I mean, I feel like true green, I feel like they just sort of were flipping it in terms of 
we're going to make your lawn green. I don't think it necessarily the emphasis has to, to green. be like, you know, it green wasn't true eco. nature. It wasn't yeah. nature. It wasn't natural. They're not, they're not, I don't, I don't think that they're trying to advertise themselves as some natural. That's, eco that's, a, that's company. a good point. They're basically talking to, we'll keep your lawn. We'll keep your lawn green. The color, that the true, the true green color. That it was meant to do. Yeah. Um, another one that was interesting, and uh, of course we've all heard this one. What the f? Uh, the World <laughs> Taekwondo Federation. Taekwondo. Taekwondo Federation went with the acronym. They were known as WTF. Yeah. And in looking up companies that have undergone these kind of what what happened? Everything was going so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. didn't think this was an issue, mm-hmm. um, and suddenly it is. And right. sometimes these things happen overnight, mm-hmm. like the case we're talking about this week. Sometimes they're just slow and gradual. The ISIS, mm-hmm. WTF, and again, it's an acronym. Boy, yes. these are, are these problematic. So WTF comes along, and uh, they were saying that in all their postings, if they hashtagged everything WTF, well, you know, when you go on a search. You know, and you go into Facebook or Twitter or anything, and you click on a hashtag, you see what everybody's saying about WTF. Yes. Well, it wasn't about Taekwondo. <laughs> what? No. What? So if you want to follow us, just click WTF and find out what we're all about. Uh, so they did a real simple thing. They just dropped Federation. Yeah. And now they're just World Taekwondo. Or the, uh, then they just, they just dropped the acronym. Yeah, and they don't use the acronym. They right. just call it World Taekwondo. So right. That's just the name of the company. So they quit trying to create the acronym of it. Yeah. So, so as you look forward in the future, if you're thinking of naming a company or branding a company, look, keep these things in mind. Look what happens. An acronym is subject to anybody's interpretation. It yeah. could mean one thing today and mean something tomorrow. We see that WTF. We see that with ISIS. All kinds of different ones. Um, when I look up domain names. Well, for example, my son dated a gal who went to Furman University. I'm a very conservative university, and every single shirt said F you. Mm-hmm. So right. they have to deal with that. Right. I mean, do you ban people from using the two letters for the university? Right. And I mean, I think some of it comes down to the question of really? I mean, you know. Right, tongue in like, cheek. Do, like, do we Can like? You laugh at yourself? Okay, it's Furman University. You guys know that it's Furman University. Right. You know we're not saying f you. I right. feel like there's just sometimes it comes to a point of like you know you know what we're talking about. Yeah, and they don't. They're not really the subject of ridicule. Right. But again, it goes back. I think Liz to intentionality. Yeah. They didn't create a university that was built on the idea of rebellion. Right. Like you know, screw you, university. Right. This has just happened to be. You know, FU. Is, right. Is, and it's not really known as FU. Right. It's known as Furman. Right. And like, you know, Dick Sporting Goods recently talked about that. But, yes. you know, I mean, that's sort of another like. The guy's name. The guy's name was Dick. Yeah. And, you know, he created a company. And I'm sure along the line there have been some. A few snickers here and there. Exactly. But at the same time, it's one of those. It wasn't based off of Dick's. You right. Know, like the. I mean, it was based so off of a, a name and, you know, the company is not, yeah, he gets a pass. So that would be another one of stand your ground. Yeah. I mean, they, they could just, you know, all of a sudden get freaked out. Or I'm sure if you went into any store, they would give you kind of anecdotal stories of smirky little comments that were made. Right. But yet 
it's kind of a, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I still want to go get my Nike apparel there. Yeah, you know, right, like I still, right. I still want to go there and shop or, you know, like they still have a good business. And so if you think about it, it always is a case of what is the situation? What does it call for? What do we need to do to adapt to this situation? And is it a passing cloud, mm-hmm. right? Or is it something permanent? Yeah. Um, and in some cases, it's it's just a, a passing cloud. Right. You know? Exactly. And people are going to get used to it. We talked real briefly about iPad. For a day, for yeah. one day, for 24 hours, there was a media storm over that was just the most inappropriate name in the world. And I, hashtag iTampon was the number one trending topic on all of Facebook. But Apple knew that they're an integral company. This is just a pad. Mm-hmm. You guys are drawing the dirty pictures. Yeah. And that joke was going to wear off real quick. Right. And to their credit, it did. They didn't go to their marketing department, crisis management, say, let's change the name and rebrand and stop all the factory and the production because some people right. are doing that. Yeah. So it's not always a case. It really, I think it really goes back to intention. Exactly. And I think in Weinstein, people are sensing that there were some bad intentions there. Yeah. I mean, right? For decades, they covered up some of his so bad doings. That creates ill will. Other times, maybe there's not bad intentions, but unfortunately, you got caught in the trap of ISIS. Right. And that isn't a case of you probably wouldn't have to change your name, but do you want to start every conversation exactly that way? Yeah. Is that why I want to use your marketing dollar explaining, mm-hmm. you know, or do you want to use conversations and do you want to go into every situation going, yeah, yeah, I know. I, mm-hmm. I know. I get it. So some of these are just real judgment calls. Here's some things looking in the future I think we're going to face. And this is very much in the news today. And un- unfortunately, we live in a very divisive time. Mm-hmm. And that affects your brand. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now monuments are in the news. And the people that are that are named, the Confederate soldiers, um, the generals. And so you've got not only counties, cities, I believe some schools. There's a parish, I believe, in, in Louisiana that's named after a Confederate soldier or a general. And there's Air Force bases mm-hmm. um, that all contain these. At some point, is this just something that's going to just be a news cycle? Is it a permanent shift in how people perceive you? And the question has to be, you know, most companies, brands, organizations have a mission that they're on. We're here to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. And if that becomes a point of contention to where you're always spending your valuable, the most valuable marketing time that you have, the Manhattan real estate is the first few seconds. Right. When you say a name, create an impression and then start a conversation. Mm -hmm. And if that devolves into kind of an apology, like, yeah, but it's not that, or I didn't mean that, or this isn't what we stand for, and then that was a legacy name, but we now mean this. You're almost starting apologetically. Mm -hmm. And if you as a company owner find yourself either through some kind of inaccuracy, through a misleading name, through something constantly battling this, and we've talked to so many who've been there. Mm -hmm. They say, it's not not that I can't get over it. It's that I'm just tired of it. And it's not worth it to spend my energy trying to get over it. And it's not my fight. You know, I'm fighting this fight. This, you know, I'm, you know, I don't want to have a conversation about ISIS every time (laughs) I'm talking about my water purification system. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. If that's the case, you need to rebrand. But what an opportunity to tell your story afresh Mm -hmm. and say this. And for you, 
folks out there who have not created your company name yet, and this is why we exist, mm-hmm. is we help not only repair and fix and, and rehabilitate brands, but to hopefully steer people clear of these mistakes. Yeah. Look at these things and say, don't create the surname brand. Yeah, right. You know, unless you're EF Hutton and you've got, you know, 70 years to build the brand up and then hire someone to just go through his entire life <laughs> and make sure he never did anything wrong. Just yeah. make sure that whoever you name yes, your legacy saint, is the perfect you know? person and they're never going to do anything. You know, I mean, everything from now on has got to be Mother Teresa Donuts. <laughs> <Right>. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot be a human being because apparently you'll be outed for something at some point. Yeah. Um, another one that you see besides the the issue of monuments and, and that whole argument is we just had Columbus Day. Yeah. Um, and they had people that had to guard the, the monument 24 hours a day to get through that period so nobody defamed it. Uh, I grew up as a kid. We, we were singing his praises. Um, I think there was a song about about that we sang in school. So... You know, it's interesting that these people don't change. They're they've been dead. They've been dead for quite a while. You know, what I, mean? I mean, their PR agent is not doing their job. <laughs> Whoever they were, whatever they represented, it was pretty much the same thing for the last several hundred years. But our conversation is subject to change. Yeah. You know, our history evolves as we evolve, mm-hmm. and and with that, our brand and and perceptions around branding. So what might seem like the most annoying harmony turf grass, mm-hmm. and now we had one or two people say that we were eco terrorists. Mm-hmm. Um, you can start things that you just think there's no way in the world this could ever be misconstrued as anything. Stuff that really takes you by surprise. So be ready. Um, to be forewarned is to be equipped um, and take a look maybe proactively now. Is there anything in your company brand or your brand identity that could lend itself to having kind of your flank opened up? Yeah. You know, right. to where you're fighting an unwanted war yes. uh, in, in establishing your brand. And if you haven't started, again, take a look at best practices. And to do that, we encourage you to go to tungstenbranding.com. And look under insights. In there, you'll see all kinds of articles on best branding practices. You'll see the podcasts, and you'll get a lot of helpful information. It's been great talking to you today. This has been very topical this week, and we talk every week on Brilliant Branding. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes uh, for our podcast, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Same time, same bat channel. Thank you for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heemstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, stay brilliant. Brilliant.